0: Good evening, friends, and welcome to Morrisville Presbyterian Church as we gather to worship as God's people on this holy, holy night. The angel proclaimed, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy for all people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord, And so, my friends, tonight we gather to proclaim this good news, to hear it, to sing it, and to embrace it as God's good news for each of us. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. On this Christmas Eve, dear friends, Let us worship God together.
1: you are able, please stand and join together in our responsive call to worship that is found in your bulletin. Behold, I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. Behold, I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us, authority rests upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Behold, I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. On this holy night, let us worship God together. As you are able, please remain standing and join together in singing the first verse of hymn number 133, O Come All Ye Faithful. as we approach our Christmas story for this evening, let us prepare our hearts and minds in prayer. Loving God, by the gift of your Spirit, teach us that like Mary we may treasure your words and ponder them in our hearts. Silence in us any voice but your own. And we pray this through Jesus Christ, your word made flesh. Amen. Our first lesson comes from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. Listen for the word of the Lord. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, For all the boots of the trampling warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onwards and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please join together in singing verses 1 and 7 of hymn 88. O come, o come, Emmanuel. Our second lesson comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. And wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. For our third lesson, we continue in the second chapter of the Gospel of Luke. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. And suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. As you are able, please stand and join together in singing verses 1 and 3 of hymn 119, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Amen. Our fourth lesson, we continue in the second chapter of the Gospel of Luke. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph, as it had been told them. This is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: Please join me in prayer. Mighty God, the shepherds of old were full of your praises, saying that all they had heard and seen was mirrored by what they had been told. As a move among us now with your Holy Spirit, that we too might hear and experience the wonder and joy of your living word as we seek to welcome the gift of your Son. And to that end, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Oh, Holy Night is one of my very favorite Christmas hymns. It's probably one of my favorites because I'm used to someone far more gifted than I singing it. Many people sing it. You hear it on the radio. You hear it in church. But I also love it because of its incredible proclamation. Long lay the world in sin and error pining, Till he appeared, help me out, and the soul felt its worth, I started too low, take me up, a thrill, let's try that again, a thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall. Take me further <laughs> on your knees. Oh, hear the angel voice says, Oh, night divine. Oh, night. Oh, nighty. De- Let's finish it. Oh night, deep. Div- <laughs> oh night, oh night, divine. We did not plan this. Will you thank the choir for me for their help here tonight, friends? The proclamation in this hymn—it is a proclamation that even amidst and perhaps especially amidst the sin and darkness of this world, because of the birth of our Savior, a weary, weary world can rejoice. A weary, weary world can rejoice. A weary, I will say it again, a weary, weary, weary world can rejoice. Rejoice. And I don't know what your week has been like, but weary is certainly a word that has defined my week, if not month, if not year, plural, years. I am weary we are back here again with this pandemic, having had multiple meetings this week about air filtration in our sanctuary, and have we done enough? Is it enough? Not to mention the weariness and anxiety that always fills family gatherings, but is especially hard this year. I can't find a test. Is it safe? Should we all gather? Somebody's positive. Is it even worth it to gather if it's going to cause this much stress? Even this week, our weariness has been on full display And on top of this pandemic that continues to mess up many of our plans, this has also been a difficult and painful and weary year for so many people. I know some of you sit in this familiar sanctuary tonight, among these familiar hymns, but the familiar person who has always been seated beside you is no longer here. Some of you sit here tonight worried about the state of your marriage or relationships. Some of you are caring for aging parents in the small moments you have in between your job and your kids and everything else. Some of you are neck deep in debt or addiction or depression or diagnosis that you didn't see coming and you're barely keeping your head above water. Some of you have lost jobs or loved ones or both. Or yourself somewhere along the way? Can a weary, weary world actually find reason to rejoice? And I've often wondered if those familiar characters that Alex read about tonight, have, I wonder if those familiar characters who were there on that first Christmas night, did they have an easy time rejoicing in the good news that surrounded them? Don't get me wrong, the text leads us to believe that anyone and everyone who heard the good news that night was moved to worship God, was moved to share the good news with everyone they encountered but I just wonder, I wonder if there wasn't one or two among them who who just had a lot of other things going on, who may have doubted, or, or who was confused, or full of fear, or, or grief, or my gosh, just weariness. Was there one or two that night whose burdens at home were so great that even even a chorus of angels couldn't heal the depths of the weariness they carried? Sure, they went through the motions, but could they feel it? Were they truly rejoicing? Or was it all just so much, too much? I guess I'd like to think there were one or two of them Long ago, because I know that's the case for any number of us who have gathered to worship this night. Because it is a weary, weary world, so weary that we ask ourselves is it even possible to rejoice? Frederick Beekner. Says the whole world stops on Christmas Eve to listen to a story it already knows. Believers and non believers alike listen to a story which, if it is true, is the most important story in the world. And it is the most important story in the world, friends, because it is a story that proclaims to the world, no matter how divisive or violent, no matter how dark or grief-stricken, no matter how weary or lost you might be, there is good news of great joy for all people. A light is coming into the world, and it is a light that will never, ever, ever, ever be overcome by the darkness. In just a few minutes, we will light our Christ candle on our on our Advent wreath to be reminded of that good news. And perhaps when you witness that light of Christ this night. Perhaps you are someone who can embrace it with your whole heart, ready to rejoice and proclaim the good news of Christ's birth with the angels rejoicing in it all. And perhaps you are someone who's maybe going through the motions a little bit. You will witness that light and you you will, you will struggle to rejoice, but you, won't, you will want to. And that candle, that candle you can take into your own life and heart to serve as a reminder that the light of Christ, it is breaking into the world even now, even amidst the weariness. But I also know any any number of you might witness that light of Christ this night and feel nothing more than the weariness you came in here with because the darkness of the world clings desperately to you and it's difficult to breathe. And if that is the case, dear friend, first of all, I want you to know you are beloved of God. And secondly, I want you to know that if you cannot, out of your own weariness, rejoice in this night, then may that light of Christ May it be a symbol of hope, even a hope that you do not feel yet, but a symbol of hope, as fragile as it might be. A sign of hope that Christ came into this world, not just to dwell in the proclamation of angels rejoicing, but also to dwell in the darkness and the weariness of every human heart. Christ came to be Emmanuel, God with us, God with us in all of it. And so, yes, we light this candle tonight in confident faith, but we also light this candle tonight in very, very fragile hope that a light is indeed coming into the world and the weariness the darkness, the desperation, whatever form it might take, that darkness can never, ever, ever overcome the light of Christ. And so, beloved people of God, hear the good news for this night, the gospel good news this night. Jesus Christ, the light of the world, is coming to dwell among us, coming to be Emmanuel, God, with us, coming to share joy, yes, but also coming to share suffering, and coming to remind you how deeply you are loved. And so as Christians, even when the weariness is heavy and it hangs on us and we don't know if we can shake it off, as Christians tonight, we proclaim this night a thrill of hope that even the most weary of worlds can rejoice. For a light shines in the darkness, friends, and the darkness Will never overcome it. Thanks be to God. And as we give thanks to God for that gift on this night, let us join our voices and sing hymn number 133. Oh, come all ye faithful. We will sing verses two through four.
1: The grace of God has appeared, bringing joy to a weary world. Jesus Christ has shown us how to live, loving God and neighbor, sharing what we have, engaging in acts of mercy and justice. So as we celebrate his birth and wait in hope for his coming again, Let us bring the offerings of our lives to God. Let us give of ourselves generously for the work of God in our midst.
0: The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. Please stand as we light the Christ candle. light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not overcome it. Friends, Jesus Christ, the light of the world is coming to dwell among us, to share our suffering and our joy and to remind us just how deeply we are loved. This night we proclaim that even a very weary world can rejoice. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, on this holy night, when all things in silence lay, you gave us your Son, Emmanuel, God with us. By the light of your love, draw us into your divine mystery so that among the straw and the stars we may find the one for whom we have waited and carry the light of his love into all the world. Amen. Friends, as we take the light of Christ into the world, Let us join our voices together singing Silent Night, hymn number 122. We will sing verses 1, 3, and 4. Beloved of God, as you go out into the stillness and silence of this night, I hope that you know the grace and peace and mercy of our God, but I also hope that you can rest in the assurance that Jesus Christ, the light of the world, came to live among us and die for us, and it all began on this very night this holy, holy night when love came down to be with us. In all our suffering, in all our joy, love came down to be with us. And in that truth, friends, we can always, always rejoice. Therefore, go out into the world with great joy and the grace of Bethlehem's matchless child, the love of the God who never ceases to amaze, and the fellowship of the Spirit who never, ever wearies, go with you this holy night and forevermore. And together we say, Amen.